When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuned into the T-Quest show. Relatable, informative, yet entertaining. Special shout out to all my listeners. And of course, my new listeners have a special place in my heart. Remember, at the end of the show, if you haven't already, follow me on all social media platforms at T-Quest GLM. Download that T-Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store. And make sure you sign up for my mailing list on my website at GottaLoveMeWorld.com. Now that I... <laughs> Did my promo because you guys already know what do I always say? Take advantage of your platform. And since this is my platform, I definitely have to take advantage as well. Today's guest is one of the um, music artists that is quite funny. I've actually known of him for years. And um, it's interesting how the whole circle came back around for us meeting again. And we're going to talk about that on the show because I personally believe it's a funny story. But we're going to dig deep into him, what he's been doing since we met years ago, his music, his life, and his new single, Lovers. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Nasty. <laughs> Hi. Nah, what's going on, T-Quest? How are you? I'm absolutely amazing. How are you? Nah, I'm doing good. You know, it's a blessing. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, normally I'd be like, how are you, right? Right. So, now that I know that we've actually known of each other from a while ago, I guess it's more of how have you been? (laughs) I mean, right, right. Nah, it's been seven years to be exact. Um... Uh, you know, I'm all right. It's been like a long journey coming, just, you know, going through the obstacles and just learning the business and, you know, all that. And, um, but in my process, just making a lot of music. Yeah. Okay. So bring me back to, um, (laughs) let's throw it back a little bit to when we first met. Let's talk about that night. Uh, now that's that's a funny night. Though. Really? <laughs> it was a funny night uh, because uh, we was actually out in um Bridge, Bridgeport. Yeah. Two boots. Ooh. So uh, you know it was a good place, but um actually it was one of my mans. I felt like uh, he kind of discovered me in a sense, but he kind of put me onto the show. And uh, we actually went. What do you and, mean he uh, discovered you? Huh? What do you mean he discovered you? I mean, like, as far as, like, rolling with him at the time, um, I was actually doing, like, open mics night at, at like, a spot. And um, he used to come. And I guess he used to come and watch me because I guess, like, he was liking what I was, you know, giving out far as like the music stuff he liked what i was saying no profanity none of that he liked the content Mm -hmm. so um i guess uh a day he came and he wanted to approach me and talk you know he wanted to work with me and stuff like that i didn't come so like uh, i guess like a month later passed 
and I came back to the situation, and he's like, yo, bro, where you been? I'm like, yo, I just, you know, been chilling, just, you know, going through some stuff like that. Yeah. So he's like, yo, I've been trying to contact you. I want to work with you. I like what you be doing. So that's how, like, that situation came about with my mans and stuff. So from there, I just been working with him um, from, like, that time period. And then he told me about his show, and I was like, definitely, I'll definitely be part of it. So uh, we did a song we was on, so we went. And um, we on stage, we rocking out. His verse coming, he get off stage and go right to T Quest. <laughs> Oh my god. She chilled though, you feel me? She just chilled like I, right. you feel me? Just, you know, staying calm, doing what she do best. So, you know, and that's how that like moment came about. And then from there, I knew I always wanted to work with you and you know, we spoke that night and stuff like that. But really? I didn't really know too much about the industry and okay. how that stuff goes. So, you know, just my journey learning and me knowing, you know, what it's about, you know, made me want to come back and, you know, and make this happen. And um, I know you always been on your grind since day one. Because you was in a cut, like, getting interviews from, you know, celebrities. Like, you, you was really, you feel me? Like, yeah. doing your thing. And that's something that kind of motivated me to kind of keep going. Like, because anything, anything is possible. Absolutely. Um, that Yeah, it, it's crazy because, like, when it comes to that place, Two Boots, so many artists have touched that platform. And even though it was like a piece of joint, it meant the world to us because a lot of clubs and lounges and stuff, they really wasn't too keen on hip-hop artists and stuff like performing anymore. You know, because back then we used to... Um, get snuck in by the promoters and the bouncers and a lot of younger um people under 21 would take advantage of that and they would be like trying to drink and stuff and they'd be fighting so a lot of the owners got a little uncomfortable so they just shut it all the way down so then when you have like this spot in the middle of one of the roughest cities in connecticut piece of joint <laughs> And they allowed us to do whatever we want in the background, no matter what. if the patrons liked it or not. We had no trace but to respect it. And it was just so much history on that stage. You know what I'm saying? And um, it's crazy how you sent that footage. Because I don't remember that night, but I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> and he didn't have the whole entire verse. Oh my gosh. And you're right. I was so chill. But the funny part is I seen other hip hop artists that I knew in the back laughing because it was just so unexpected, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> I was saying, right. It was so unexpected for me because, you know, I'm thinking he would have told me, you know, because, you know, I'm rocking with him and that's something like, you know, normally if you with your man, she's going to be like, yo, I'm about to do this and that because that's what I do with one of my day one, day one boys. Yeah. Like, you know, 
he's always right there for me and like you know always let him know what i'm about to do so like so he's aware so it's like not throwing him off guard but now nah, he ain't really tell me that he just did what he did so <laughs> i was just like oh man <laughs> but well that's another thing too is when it comes to being performers and when you're so used to being a solo act some people don't realize it's not just two solo acts getting together on a song and then you just both have a mic on a stage. You really have to have that presentation because then, you know, he jumping off stage and left you up there like, er? Right. <laughs> you know, it's not always a good thing, but some people have to grow to know that that's not really a good thing to do, even though it was quite entertaining and the crowd loved it. But when you're trying right. to take your performance to a certain level, it's just certain things you're not supposed to do. You know, but we all have to grow to that level. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's interesting how you... I tell people, when you're an entertainer, right? And you really grinding and trying to get your name out there. And they feel like nothing is happening. You know, like we record and then we promote and we do these shows. But it still feel like nothing's happening. You have to continue because you just reminded me of something that I've noticed too is... They may not say anything, but many people are definitely watching. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I tell people, I'm like, I don't care. Like, when I first started doing radio and stuff, I was doing it for free. And I was consistent every single week. I did not care. You pay your dues. You know what I'm saying? And they was like, well, it's not like they paying you, so let's hang out. I said, no, if I say I'm going to be a part of this... Well, you did it for the love. You did it for the growth and the experience. So, you know, and I'm just like, I'm going to keep writing my blogs. I don't care if nobody read it. I'm still going to be consistent. I'm going to keep doing my shows. I don't care if nobody listens. I'm still going to be consistent. I'm going to still do my music. I don't care if nobody listens. I'm still going to put it out there. And the right people at the right time is going to come around. Exactly. And just by putting it out there, that just says a lot because, you know, it's there. It exists. You know, the person, the right person gonna come around and see it. Absolutely. So, a lot has happened in the last decade when it comes to music, the environment, the climate of the whole industry. Take me back from the beginning where you was like, you know what? I know this is what I want to do. Mm. I mean, this was. To me, it was like a, um, it was like therapy for me, because mm-hmm. uh, who I am and how I grew up, I grew up in, you know, DCF and the system. Mm-hmm. So just going through that and experience a lot. One day, my worker was just like, you know, take that negative energy, turn it into positive, but put it onto pen and pad. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Carlton Wait. So ever since, um, ever since then, I did it. And I just fell in love with it, you know, just expressing myself, how I feel, and then, you know, let other people hear it and, you know, see, get their reaction and see what they think and, because it's coming from the heart. Mm-hmm. And nine times out of ten, you know, they'll definitely like it because it's something real. It's coming from the heart. So, 
I, I think that's so beautiful. And I tell people there's a difference between a new age artist on average and then the back of the day average artist because when we started doing music, it wasn't for attention. We did it because it was our therapy. It's how we released ourselves right. because we we had it harder <laughs> than new people and not just in the industry, but in life in general. Like we all came from a rough childhood, the majority of us, you know, and music was our only escape. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I, I love exactly. that you're still doing it or whatever. And um, so... <laughs> What are some challenges <laughs> or anything that has happened during these years that kind of like blindsided you? Like, whoa, I didn't expect that to happen. Oh, I got a lot of funny <laughs> Um, I ain't going to throw no names, but, you know, it's just dealing with a lot of uh, radio people or DJs who work at certain radio stations and stuff. I feel like you know, the people who I was building with at the time, um, I, I felt that we was really building and come to find out it was all about money, mm-hmm. money relationships. So that's when I knew I had to kind of step back from that and, you know, and figure it out myself. Mm-hmm. But that just kind of told me, you know, how dirty the game could be and stuff like that. Absolutely. It's, it's weird. Because, you know, I always said I didn't have no guidance coming in. So I, I pretty much was thrown to the wolves, right? But then selective right. people, they either warn me of how it is or they took advantage of me because I didn't know how it was. Right. You know what I'm saying? And for the ones that um, try to warn me, I hear you, but I still have to experience certain things for myself. You know, like your parents can teach you things, but at the same time, you have to experience it for yourself. And you never know, maybe you burnt a bridge with someone and maybe they'd be happy-go-lucky when it comes to work with me. I don't know that. And I don't want to judge someone because of your experience. I have to be cautious and then have my own experience with them. You know what I'm saying? Or you got the time that they really do take advantage of the artist and... um. They'd be like, yeah, I can help you with your career. I can do this, that, and the third. It's going to cost you this much. And then you don't see nothing happen. Happen, You know what I'm saying? And then, because promoters, they used to milk us hundreds, thousands of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Because they knew they had to. Because when we heard the word promoter, when we heard A&R would be in the building, you know, we took anything that we had to make sure we was in that showcase or competition. You know? And it's, it's crazy. Even to this day, when them be coming at us, we be side-eyeing them. And they think we doing it because we cheap or we don't want to invest in ourselves. Like, no, it's just like a relationship. When you've been, like, brokenhearted or you lost trust issues, you can't just be jumping on any old thing because it sounds good. You know, you really got to be very mindful. And that's the whole reason why I put together my platform where... I can try my best to help people not go through the, what I went through coming up. Coming out right. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't easy. It wasn't cute. <laughs> I commend you for that. So, as an artist who's been doing this for years, how do you feel your your pen game has improved? Uh, you said how my pen game has improved. I say uh, a thousand percent better. 
yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you because um, just going back and seeing the, the progress mm-hmm. of of what I was doing back then. Yeah. You know, um, the thing about me is like I always documented my whole life as far as like the music stuff. So like you know, if you a fan and you go on my YouTube, you can go back from like day one, from you know how I started trying to come up until now. Yeah. A big, big, big difference. Like big difference. Well, I love it though. Beautiful. So how many projects do you actually have out? tell you are an artist that has been paying attention to what's going on because that's one of the red flags when we interview a lot of artists is so many of them use auto-tune but we live in a society of um trending you know so we gravitate to what's happening so if there are new artists coming in everyone's using auto-tune most likely they're going to want to use auto-tune as well So it does happen, you know, but since you're such a diverse artist and everything, what type of music do you, like, what's your favorite? Hip hop, R&B? I say, uh, I say.
because I do a lot of R&B music, and I can tell you the reason why. Okay. Because I knew, you know, R&B, it was like a whole different level of music, and then like a whole different audience mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I knew nowadays it's always been, you know, fellas really don't support, who really support ladies, if anything. So I knew... You know, if I do a lot of R&B, I know the ladies will come, you know, come to my shows, buy my music, you know, I'll get that audience that I'm looking for. You know, I'm trying to go, you know, worldwide, you know, national. Absolutely. So that's how I kind of, so I'm, I'm going to choose R&B. Okay. And then the vibes are different too. Yeah. Well, let's have a little fun because me being me wouldn't be me without and have a little fun with you. Now, you're okay, stating that um, <laughs> R&B is your favorite. You know, R&B is about rhythm and blues and about love and stuff. How many of these R&B songs are based off personal experiences? Well, R&B? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Is R&B? Um, yeah, we'll start there. I mean, I mean, for me, it is all the time. Like, that's how I look at it because... Every R&B song, or even just all my music, period, and it, like everything I'm talking about, is authentic. It's real. It's nothing fake. So it's like, you know, if I give you R&B songs, just know I'm talking about my life, something I went through far as like a relationship wise. So give me an example. That's that's how I kind of take it. Like um, like uh, Lovebirds. That's really based on a true story about me. Um, you know, my first love. Mm-hmm. Uh. You know, I was with for like three, four years, mm-hmm. and then, she, you know, I really loved her. So like, uh, we kind of like remade "We Belong Together" by Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. If people don't really know, so that's how that song was inspired. So like, I wanted to kind of keep her concept. Like, you know, we were supposed to be together forever. So that's how I felt my first love. So I'm kind of talking about, you know our ups and downs and telling her how so I even got your name tatted on me mm. but doing all this and that okay. in the end you got pregnant you got knocked up so I had to move on and then you know the, the uh, wait, second wait, wait, person, wait. she got pregnant by who? Um, a dude I didn't know mm. okay but it is what it is so like the second verse is like it's basically like the, the female that did it is actually my ex fiance. Okay. So like uh the second verse is basically her responding off of my first verse. Mm-hmm. You know, it's alright, she wasn't for you, I'm the new chick, which really kinda did happen when I met her, you feel me? Cause she kinda knew what was going on, so she was trying to uplift me. Mm-hmm. And um so we kinda like threw that in there. So it was like you know, it's a real life situation. And then like the last verse is me responding to what she's telling me. So I'm like, all right, let's see if it could work out or not. But come to find out in the end, it didn't work out. And in um, reality, it didn't work out because we're not together no more. So if you really like think about it, the whole song is about my whole life. Wow. About my life. Okay. And that's what it's all about. Going through experiences and... Getting to the pen and pad to express it. And I think on that note, let's actually tease the people with a little bit of the track. Is that cool with you? Oh, that's, that's cool with me. All that's right. good. Let's have a little fun then. <laughs> Yay. Shout out to T.
Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. That's what it is. Lovebirds. Lovebirds. It's so funny because when you first hear, um, dope. When you first hear Lovebirds, you're going to think it's going to be like a happy-go-lucky song, two people in love. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, they always tell you what? Never judge a book by its cover. Because you never really know <laughs> what you're about to hear. You know what I'm saying? So my first question for you is the song is pretty, I wouldn't say long, but, you know, nowadays, an average song is two and a half to three and a half, right? Well, back then, yeah. it used to be three verses, Fact. correct? Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're absolutely right. There used to be three verses. Even when I put out one of my singles, they were like, the song is cool. Maybe it's a little long. I said, no, it ain't. <laughs> hey, my song is not long. I mean, if they end up playing it in the club, they only play a verse or so, okay, but my song is not yeah, long. I got a lot yeah, to say. Sure, yeah, <laughs> I'll play the whole thing as long as it gets played, that's straight. But just know for the people who appreciate beautiful work like that, you know, those are the ones that going to really go buy the song and really listen to the whole thing. Absolutely. So, I guess my next question for you is for the people who have heard it, because, you know, we take a real true artist puts their heart and soul into their lyrics. And they right. want people to feel it when they hear the song, right? Right. So I want you to talk to me about some people who actually heard the song and their feedback on it. Like, real feedback, not just like, yo, that track is dope, but someone who can truly relate to what you're saying. Uh, I mean, feedback I got was all good feedback. Really never had no negativity. It was one time where I'll give you feedback Um, one of the stations out here, and they gave like the fans the opportunity to call in and, and give their opinion. And everybody that called in, everybody said the song was dope. It was something different, you know. Um, they liked the sound. Um, it was always something good. Like it wasn't, you know. I feel like the only one negative thing that someone really said about it was like, you know. Be, be more versatile. But that's when I say, listen to my other music. You know, that's only one song. But other than that, everybody loves it. They feel like this is like the next big record to become. And um, they like the fact how I kind of flipped the Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. We belong together. Because a lot of people might not know, but, you know, um, uh, how I came across the beat, someone uh, made it, I found it. It was selling it for $40, but he ended up sampling uh, Mariah Carey vocals. So I had one of my engineers kind of remake the melody and mm -hmm. the piano. And then I found a chick who could do it. So that's how that came about. But I always get good feedback from it, you know. Okay. No, I, I, I get that, but I need you to really hear the question. Good feedback uh -huh. is good, right? The song is hot, it's dope, it's different. But I'm talking about real feedback like the feedback where they're actually quoting some of your verses because it resonates something within them you know like it touched home for them that's the type of feedback i'm asking if people actually came back to you with nah 
haven't got that yet. Yeah, not yet. Good. Keyword was yet. You know, because it's cool when they were, oh, dope track, that thing was fire, the beat was fire, I like your flow, I like your delivery, I like your cadence. I'm like, that's cool and all, but what about the lyrics? What about the story? What about my hurt? What about my pain? What about my happiness? You know what I'm saying? That's the type of feedback I be really looking for. Oh Does that make sense to you? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, because that's when you let people know that they're truly listening to what you're writing about because you know of course you want to have a hot beat because the beat is going to gravitate to the people you got to make sure that cadence is right so they can flow with it properly but to me the most important part is the delivery in the actual lyrics because that's the therapy part you see what i'm saying yeah so i'm going to challenge you that when people actually give their feedback which we're going to appreciate because most people don't but when they do, challenge them and ask them what they really like the button and see if people are actually going to come back to you with some real feedback, like they heard what you were saying. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Cause I think That's I, the difference. Absolutely. There is. You know, you gotta, people got to stop giving the bare minimum the basics. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, cause the average stuff that people is always used to hearing. Exactly that that don't help. I mean, I get it. It's kind of like when someone gives you a gift, right? Okay, it's your birthday. Thank you for the gift, and they're like, but then you notice it's not even a gift. That's something you will want. They're like, what's the thought that count? I'm like, well, right. technically, how much of a thought was it? Because te- if you really think about it, and if you put thought in it, you'll know this is something that I'm not actually into. Right. <laughs> So technically, it really wasn't a thought that kind. I appreciate you getting me a gift, but you didn't really have me in mind when you got it. Just like with this, I appreciate you listening to the track and you like it overall. But like, give me what I really need. Need, right? You know. So just I, I was, you know, just keep that in mind. It's just certain things I tell people to keep in mind. Now, as an artist, going from the writing stage to the recording stage to the performing stage, which part of it is actually your favorite part? Making the music. Meaning? I love making it. Mm-hmm. As far as writing it. Okay. Do you because... do... Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. Do you go from writing to the beat or beat to writing? What's your process? process usually beat to the right in it because me i feel like everything is a vibe like i gotta feel the beat first to really tap into it but at the end of the day i'm always gonna give you genuine lyrics but something you know real like i said every every anything that i'm on i'm always telling you a story that's true or always just giving you knowledge about something conscious music mm-hmm. you know absolutely that's what it's about. That's what it's all about. Don't get me wrong. I feel like nowadays, I feel like people look at me like a Debbie Downer when it comes to like new generation music. I'm like, look, you guys are smart. You guys are genius. Why? Because you have an advantage over the rest of us, you know, because you, you know the social media system. <laughs> like this is your era. You have an advantage. We still try to catch up to something you guys were born into. 
right? And right. I get it. You're doing it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I don't know how, like, you guys are born into it, and we over here trying to figure it out. We still can keep up. But, you know, I'm going to figure out the science. But you guys are doing everything for attention and fun. And that's what they do, though. And I'm like, are you really trying to be a longevity artist? Yes. You see what I'm saying? And I keep telling them. It's awkward when they talk to me. I'm like, look, at the end of the day, I'm always going to have love for independent artists. Why? Because I'm one myself. But as a tastemaker in the industry, I still have to be open and honest with you when I give you my feedback. And that's the whole purpose of you coming to me. I'm not going to be a yes person. I'm just going to tell you what you think I should tell you. Tell you that's not how it works. How are you supposed to grow that way? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been on calls with a couple of celebrities, and to be honest, they was not fond of my feedback. I guess they thought because of who they are, right. I was just going to be like, you know, you're you, so you always make great music. So I'm like, nah. I'll be like, look, um... <laughs> I understand where you're coming from. I see you trying to, you know, keep up with the new generation. But look, you already got the platform. You already got the audience. Not saying that you should stay where you were, but just stay true to you, and you still going to shine regardless. Because once you try to focus on to keep up with the Joneses and keep up with the new cats, the all the people who have been rocking with you for years will look at you like, what is this? What is this? <laughs> you know That's what I'm what saying? And some of them understand it. Other ones, you can tell they feel some type of way. They be like, thank you for your feedback. And then that's all they say. And I'm like, hey, it is what it is. I'm giving you exactly what you asked for. You know, I'm respectable when I'm saying it. It's all about how you receive it. Yeah. You know, but I mean, it is what it is. Um, so this track, is it just a single? Is it going to be on an EP, an album, a mixtape? What are we doing here? Nah, it's, it's on my second album. Okay. Um, I dropped the first album back in 2012, but mm-hmm. never put it in stores, so I just re-released it in stores last year, because I want people to catch up with the first album before I drop the second album. Okay. But, but what I'm doing is, um, I'm giving people, like, samples of uh, music that's on the second album. So, mm-hmm. like, Lovebirds, you know, that's a single... Um, then I got another single out, it's called Look Inside, which is fire. Like, it's like a soulful, it's like a soulful song. Like, R&B, you know, people really liking it. And that's mm-hmm. on the second album. And then I got, like, two other songs I released that's on the second album. But I'm going to just keep it like that. So I am so I just gave out four singles on my second album already. Okay. okay. Which is out now on streaming platforms for the people? Yes, all major platforms, Tidal, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, everywhere, iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. All right. Whatever you can think of. Okay. Well, now that we're um, pretty much down to like the last 20 minutes of the interview, I want to switch it up a little bit and um, <laughs> tell me, bless you. <laughs> Thank you. Are there any questions that you have when it comes to this industry or to some type of advice that you're needing to get to the next level? Um, like...
more support? How could I get more support? As far as... Mm-hmm. far as like people to get in tune with the music to kind of help me help them in the situation mm-hmm. as far as like you know because it's if the people rock with me more you know people will play the music more be able to share it to people be able to like really get it out there to the people mm-hmm. and that's you know and that's where like i struggle but i just know the music is out there it's just people gotta come across it but you know, I'm trying to get it out there to the people so they can kind of hear it and see what they think. Okay. Well, here's my thing. First, you have to know your market, right? Okay. Who's the music for? <laughs> A lot of people were like, well, it's for everybody. And that's very broad, but you really have to narrow it down so once you do your promotion, your marketing, it's more realistic. I had to learn that the hard way because in my mind, like, I want to make music for everybody. It's for everybody. And they kept yelling at me, and it took me a minute to really realize what they meant by that. And once I figured it out, the process got easier. So my question for you is, who's the market for? I said, last part. Who's the music for? Who is my music for? Yeah. My my listeners. Uh, Male, female, twenties, thirties, forties, urban, like who you uh, know that yeah. once they hear it will gravitate it more than the rest. You have to know your market. You see what I'm saying? Right. All right. So I say my market is more. <laughs> all right, no, 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 I'm gonna say female, but far as age, I'm gonna say like maybe 25 and up. Okay. Because okay. the music I give people that age, you know, they can understand what I'm saying. You know, like the younger generation, they just be like, oh, I'm ass because I'm not keeping up with them or talking about that lifestyle, drugs, and mm-hmm. cars, and stuff like that. So. I know it's kind of hard to gravitate, you know, the younger people, but the older people, I say. One thing to get to the people is to build relationships with them. Why do I say that? Because there's so many artists out there. You know, you know, everywhere you turn is an artist. Years ago, they'd be like, you're an artist? Yo, that's what's up. Me too, for real? Ew. Now it's like, oh, another one. (laughs) (laughs) To the point we're not even, we're not (laughs) special anymore. So you have to figure out how to become special again. Stand out. Exactly. How to stand out. And it's all about building relationships. So instead of being like, yo, this is so-and-so. I got this new track out. Check out my music. You kind of got to look at it. From a dating perspective, you have to do something to catch their attention first, right? Right. Social media is everything. Even I know they're talking about people who be trolling on Instagram. Sometimes it's not really trolling. You can click like, as long as it's like the respectable ones that you show in love. Even if you shared it, like, shout out to this queen, so-and-so. She really out here doing her... um. On her grind, you know, handling her business. She got this new product out. Make sure you guys go check her out. You see, support for support. They're going to notice that. 
and be like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like, no doubt, you know, we got to be here for one another. You know, right. and they'd be like, okay. And if they have some type of sense, like, well, what do you do? Well, actually, I'm a music artist, you know, and I have this type of song. You know, my stuff is more R&B because I'm catering to the ladies. They're like, oh, yeah? Okay. What, matter of fact, let me check you out. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes you have to go back to the basics to get to where you want to go. You know, and it will take time. But one person that she may have friends, that they may have friends, you may have to do some TikTok videos, you know what I'm saying? Or doing a post like, yo, this is Jay Nasty, and I just want to give spread love to my, my beautiful women out there. I'm talking about beauty and brains. Salute to all of y'all, and you tag them all in it. Don't say nothing else. It's not you promoting your music. It's just showing love, grabbing their attention. So be like, thank you. You know, sometimes you got to hit them with them OG moves. <laughs> you know, and some people may look at it as just crazy, but it actually does work. You know, especially right now where you all we have is one another. So let's take advantage of it. You know, even when it comes to something as simple as getting your numbers up, it's really hard if you don't have that type of um, either you got to be with the 100 percent foolery <laughs> Or you got to find another way of doing it. And one thing I've noticed is there's so many different groups on social media, even on like Facebook and everything, right? Right. And they don't have to be your friends. But even if you go in there and be like, you know what? I see we all are music artists. Let's help each other get our streams up, get our networks up, get our, our followers up. Yo, drop your IG, drop your SoundCloud, drop your Spotify playlist. Let's follow one another. You see what I'm saying? Nah, yeah. So it's just little things like that because I'm I'm still I'm still I feel like I'm like new old school. Which <laughs> is good. That's why we need someone like you. You know what I'm saying? And also, um, I go to a lot of um, DJ seminars and conferences. Most artists they keep in that circulation of open mics and showcases, which is cool. There's nothing wrong with it. Why? Because there's always a new ear there. But sometimes you got to step outside the box. Right. You know, and what do I do? I go to the DJ expos, the DJ's conferences, the DJ seminars. You know what I'm saying? I go to DJ con, all that stuff. I'm where the people are who's going to put my music in rotation. You know, because technically, um, <laughs> when you're at the club, right, and the DJ's spinning, do you really get a chance to talk to them? Not really. When you listen to the radio, do you really get a chance to talk to these DJs on the radio? Nah. So when do you actually see a DJ where you can have a real conversation with them and not them just like, yo, I'm a little busy, I can't right now? It's rare. Right. So it's best to meet them where? Where they all at chilling at a spot where they know they're there to network. See what I'm saying? Yeah. My whole Rolodex right now is of thousands of DJs. Okay. Yeah. Why? Because I had to build a relationship. And then even when you um go to these seminars and they have power panels, they always talking about building a relationship. They be talking about stuff, dropping jewels for artists, but many artists not even in the building because they don't think to come to this stuff. You know? And they always talk because think about it. If I'm a DJ, I don't need you to be like, yo, this is my new record. Check me out. Let me know what you think. Most likely they're not going to check it out. 
You know, they give you email. <laughs> Why? Because you didn't build a relationship with them. You know, that's the same thing. Like I said, you build it, go right back to personal relationships. Some of be like, yo, what's good, man? Like, I'm checking you out. I'm just like, hello? Yo, what's good, man? Is not how you approach a female. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to <laughs> go back to the part being a professional and realize this is a business. No, right, not, which I agree. But what happened if you was trying to build that relationship and the outcome was still the same? Like, Well, at the end of the day, there's millions of DJs. You just got to keep going. Nah, I, know, I know that. That's why I mess with all. Uh, what I'm messing right now, like, but it is sad because I got to go outside my state to get that hope from a DJ that's really rock with me compared to DJs in my own hometown. Well, you know what? I used to question that too, but then I just realized the pattern. It's the same pattern. It's the same complaint people talk about all the time. You get more support and love outside of your area. And it's since we all know that, instead of complaining about it or talking about it, go dip. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. <laughs> if you in one state and they ain't showing you no love, go to another state and, and you know do whatever you, you got to do. It's just like when you go and looking for a job. You I applied to a couple of places? No, you may have to apply to a hundred of them just to get three interviews. Nah, you're right. You know what I'm saying? It's all about, even though they say social media is the easiest way to do it, yes, it's true, but sometimes you still got to put in the groundwork. You you're know? Right. Just like right now, it's easy to shoot your shot to a female online, but some of them still want to be courted. You know? So right. it's all about learning how to play the field and know that you still got to put in that groundwork and that dirty work to get to where you're trying to go. You know, right. also at the same time, a lot of artists and I'm not sure if you know, it, but I was going to talk to you about this off the air is about um, how to approach and what to send them to actually keep their attention. You know? So there's a lot to this. That's why they have so many music books that the average artist don't even think about buying and read it. You know, that's why music, there's courses in college for this, because there's levels to this. You see what I'm saying? It's all about doing your research and never forgetting that the music business is still a business. And you got to handle your business. You know? So trust me, off, uh, once we get off the air... I'm definitely gonna. I'm gonna drop some jewels for you, cause you know I want to see everybody succeed, especially for the ones I know that truly wants this. I'm gonna give some tools and stuff that I've learned, but it's all up to you to what you do with it. Of course, right. You see what I'm saying? Oh, trust me, I'm a person I utilize. I'm a person I can, you know, sit back and listen and show me take them jewels and move forward with. Trust me. Absolutely. Because knowledge. Yep, knowledge is power. Knowledge is key. Yeah. Knowledge is everything. Yeah. Everything. And then the crazy thing is knowledge is free. Fact de mundo. Right. <laughs> you know, so what would you do with it? And one thing I tell people, same thing I've learned from my mentors is, please remember that it is a business. Please remember to be professional, but don't get lost in it. In it, yeah. You know, because then it becomes the point where I gotta hurry up and do this because this deadline, this that, that it's not fun anymore. 
you're not doing it anymore because you want to. You're doing it because you have to, and it's just not as organic. You see what I'm right. saying? So, but um, I hope that you definitely had some fun here on the T-Quest show. I've learned a lot about you, your journey, what you're working on, the back um, story to your song, and, you know, talking about the music stuff because, you know, there's a lot to this. There's a lot to it. And I hope you enjoyed yourself with me today. No, I did. Yeah? It was a blessing. Trust me. Like I said, this this was something new, something that was needed, way long overdue. Mm-hmm. And it just brought us, uh, you know, closer than, we, than where we was. Absolutely. And this is only the beginning. That too. You know? So That's a beautiful thing. Definitely going to have some fun, you know, and um, I can just help out as much as I can realistically. No, a, lot, a, a lot of tastemakers have shut the door because it gets overwhelming, and I get it. I get inboxes and emails and messages and texts and calls and stuff 24-7. I can't get to everybody. Right. You know, because it's a lot. <laughs> so imagine the ones that's even on the higher spectrum. Right. The majority of stuff they ain't paying attention to. And then I'm going to show you certain things to why they don't um, pay attention neither. But I'm going to do it off the line because right now, you know, that's some serious jewels. And, you know, <laughs> they're going to have to um, um, contact me personally to get that. But I'm going to give it to you, though. Right. I'm going to give it to you. But um, what are you looking you can't give them everything. You know what I'm saying? They got to yeah. come and get it. It's like you can't give your cookies yeah. out on the first day. Yeah, true. <laughs> you got to work for that sweetness. Now, let me start. <laughs> um, let me ask you um, a personal question. You ready? Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation with a female where she just couldn't understand your life, your grind, your hustle as a music artist? Yes. Woo! Tell me about it. Let's end the show properly. Yes. yes. <laughs> True facts. I'm yeah. listening. Go ahead. Nah. <laughs> Definitely not. It's just hard, or like you know, because they don't understand, and they always thinking you cheating or doing this and that. Mm-hmm. But you nah, you just trying to do something to better yourself, better your life, and better the situation. Because it's more to life. And, you know, you want to make your imprint. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So it's just like, you know, I know what it is when it comes to, you know, this reality situation compared to just want to be, you know, booed up all the time. And, you know, time is money. And, you know, just trying to be able to be in a situation where, you know, everything is good, you know, and that's something they would never understand, you know. But if that situation happened, you know, they want this and that. You know, they want the finer things in life, but you was always complaining about me putting in this hard work to get to where we at now. Like, Absolutely. I don't get that. Yeah. I think it, it all stems down to um, the right person for you. Thousands may not understand, but one of them may, you know. But at the same no, time, it's not always... Yeah, it's not always about, well, this is my this is my grind, this is my hustle, yeah, that you with it, you now you supposed to support my dreams. Yeah, that's cool and all. 
Right. But like a Libra that I am, you always got to find a way to find the balance. Right. It's you know always balanced. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's always balanced. Yep. But um, the right one would understand. The right one will appreciate. <laughs> you know, but at the same time, if they don't, in the meantime, your music is your love. And that is the relationship you have to focus on. Because a lot of women... Right? A lot of women want a man that's stable, got a career and stuff. Well, I'm working on it. What you trying to right. do, boo? What you trying to do? Right. <laughs> you right. know? But it definitely can be tedious. So, any last words for our listeners? This is your chance to tell them who you are and, you know, hopefully gain some new fans. For the ones who don't know, I go by J Nasty, J Dash Nasty. Um, y'all can follow me on IG at Nasty Duh, Hitmaker DA for Duh. Um, you can also find me on um, SoundCloud, J Dash Nasty 18, my YouTube, J Nasty 181. And then I also got another um, page on YouTube. It's J Dash Nasty Towns. The reason why I got two different pages is because the other page, I'm just giving out like mixtapes. Because I really never, you know, put out mixtapes, you know, back then or really put out music. So now I'm just trying to figure out a system for myself. So I got like another YouTube where I just I got five mixtapes. I just released the um, RB Creations today. So that's up there right now. So that's on that account. And the other account is just like, you know, it's, it's, it's up-to-date music, old stuff. You know, that account is basically, like, the first account I ever had. So if you mm-hmm. go over to the bottom, you will see, like, the first thing I ever, ever put up. And you will see, like, the difference in my progress in this music yeah. and stuff like that. Documentaries, you know, studio liking in the studio, stuff like that. Give you different material, official videos, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So. You know, and um, one more thing, <clears throat> the movement, um, it's SHSC, Stop Hating, Start Creating. That's my movement. It's not different, something positive, because a lot of people uh, hate and a lot of people don't create when it comes to this music. So that's something I'm trying to push, Stop yeah. Hating, Start Creating. Well, there you go. You hear it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Go, quick question. Where did Jay Nasty yeah. come from? It's kind of funny because I used to go by uh, Young Cass. My favorite artist was Cassidy coming up. So okay. people just ask, I sound like him. Mm-hmm. So I used to kind of like, you know, um, study him and go by Young Cass. But someone was like, yo, if you want to take this music serious, you got to figure out a name. Okay. So I was like, all right, so I'm going to keep it J something, you know, J for J Quan. Mm-hmm. That's my real name. And just keep it, uh, I couldn't figure out the second part. So yeah. my, my first love, she kind of came up with the, the nasty part, you know, because it, it, it made sense, you know, to her. You know, I'm a nasty guy, you know, in the sheets, but, mm-hmm. you know. So I kind of just ran with that. <laughs> but, you know, I usually tell people, I don't really tell them that. I usually mm-hmm. tell the fans, you know, nasty is from, you know, me being nasty when it comes to this music, just yeah. like a metaphor for like ill thorough but that's how the name came about 
Okay. Well, I definitely appreciate that. Kind of figured that was the reason. But I just want to say thank you so much for being on a T-Quest show. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Jay Nasty. And make sure you follow him everywhere. But you already know, as long as you follow me on social media at T-Quest GLM and download that T-Quest mobile app in your Google Play Store and your App Store, you know that all his information will be right up there. So there's no excuses. Follow him, like, subscribe, and stream because that's what we need here as music artists. Your girl T Quest signing out. Meow.